Greetings and salutations, everybody. Welcome to the DD Fuego Show, hosted by the prettiest podcaster of all time, me, Darius D. Okay, if you're new here and you're wondering what Fuego means, inquiring what it means, this is what it means. This is the fact of the matter. Simply this, simply put, it means fire. Fire in Spanish is all it means. Okay, so you don't need to worry about when. What does Fuego mean? What does it mean? Ah, don't worry, bruh. It means fire. All right. And if you're a returning listener, thank you for stopping by. Once again, I appreciate the support. I truly do. If you want to help out, help your boy DD out once more, keep going. This is what you can do. Follow me, underscore DD, the Suave Kid. That's my first page. Second page, at DD Fuego. If you want to DM me or ask questions, okay? Because I know you guys got some questions. So if you guys want to ask me some questions, hit me up, Instagram, DM me. And I'll answer them. I'll keep your profile anonymous if you want. If you don't want it to be anonymous, just let me know in the DM. All right. Also, what you guys can do for me, follow me in regards to subscribing to my podcast, whether it be on the Anchor app, whether it be on Apple, iTunes, or Spotify, or even Google Podcasts. The choice is yours, okay? Just go on the Google search engine, type in DD Fuego. I should pop up and you can subscribe, okay? Make sure you share this with your family and friends. I would deeply appreciate that, okay? The main premise of this episode is going to be about the Enlightenment. The Enlightenment era that occurred around the 17th, 18th century, okay? So we're going to talk about that a little bit and talk about why you should enlighten yourself and illuminate your mind for the better so you can contribute to society in a positive way with creative thinking and creative thoughts. Anyways, going to further news. I know today is a sad day. If you're listening to this, it's probably a day after, but today is 9-11. So my thoughts and prayers go out to those who lost family members, friends in that tragic accident. Even though I was still a kid, I still did research and they talked about it in schools and it changed the way we thought the way that people process things and it helped us to be more secure it actually brought some people together as well because we're all they were all grieving at one certain time even though i'm from canada and i'm not from the states but i have family out there as well and also i went down there recently to see the site and it was very overwhelming because so much people were lost and it was unexpected so my thoughts and prayers go out to those people who are remembering this day and cherish this day in a sense that we must cherish our lives and know this that tomorrow's never promised so live your best life today if you're not saved get saved today by christ okay so this is the dd fuego show but usually we do the word of the day but today we're not going to be doing the word of the day this is what we're going to do today okay listen up okay i'm going to give you a new piece of information so this is what you know, i hope you guys learned today so coca-cola has invented a cold microwave now you're probably thinking there mind boggled of the fact that microwave supposed to heat things up now they have a microwave that does the opposite it makes things colder so what what coca-cola sorry has done is that you take a bottle of your choice of whatever beverage of your choice and you put it in this container or this device this capsule 
and then you press a button and instead of warming it up it actually makes it colder to the point where it's slushified if, if that's a word so now the consistency of the drink is almost like a slushy so now you don't have to go to 7-eleven or you don't have to go to your local gas station you can just go <laughs> buy one of these and make your own slushies now it's going to be a little bit expensive obviously maybe a lot depends on your pocket size but it's just cool to see where technology is going so that's a new tech advice for you from the dd master himself okay so do not go anywhere if you're listening to this in the car make sure you don't swerve all the time stay focused drive safe keep the limit if you're listening to this while you're at work make sure you're still doing your work okay and thirdly and lastly if you're working out and listening to this make sure you keep grinding wherever you listen to this whenever you listen to this make sure you're positive make sure you help somebody else that might need your help okay so this is the dd fuego show don't go anywhere okay so we're talking about enlightenment okay this is what we're talking about today so in regards to enlightenment apparently that era existed the original enlightenment era existed in the 17th to 18th century. Some may even say the 19th century. So for me personally, I am a big fan of this era because there's a lot of original thoughts that came into fruition, which was really cool to see. And even though sometimes we would view some of their theories as outdated, some of them we still hold to high regard today. Like you can talk about W.E be Du Bois and his theory about the two cells. You can talk about Charles H. Cooley talking about the looking glass self, which is very important, especially talking about symbolic interactivism. That is actually very prominent today, and we all see ourselves differently. And talking about W.E.B. Du Bois again, he also talked about the double consciousness of Black people in America. So he wrote a lot of books over his lifetime. I'm not going to get into his autobiography today. I'm just to talk about it from a general perspective. Because this era really opened the door for different people to voice their opinion. Not just one specific person or one specific group of people, but everybody got to say something and speak up for themselves and maybe on behalf of their own set of people. You talk about Sigmund Freud and all those different people. In regards to the birth of psychology and studying the mind, which is a very hard thing to do if you actually break it down intuitively. Um, And even if you just go to sociology, we're talking about Augustus Comte, who technically is called the father of sociology because he's the one that comprised the idea and came up with the terminology of sociology, trying to study society and social interactions from a scientific perspective, point of view. Most people didn't think it could be done, but it was done. And then from him, you have Emile Durkheim from France, you have Max Weber, who actually taught um, W.E.D. Du Bois. And you also have Karl Marx, which is probably one of the more progressive type of thinkers. Very progressive. If you're a Marxist, uh, their thought process is different compared to 
for example, someone who attributes to Durkheim or attributes to Weber, they're more like socialism. They believe in that. Depends on what type of Marxist you are. So it's a different ideals. You even go back to Durkheim and he's the one who talked about organic solidarity and saying that people come together to serve one purpose. And he used religion to illustrate that, that there should be a collective, cohesive unit in a society, in a group of people, serving one cause by their own morals and their rules. So it's really cool to see these guys' thought process, and girls as well, because there was a lot of girls in there. I didn't really get to hear that much yet, but apparently, I think in my program and certain courses, and in classical theory, they're going to talk about it this time, but most more times, or most times, they only focus on, like, the men. Because there were more men doing it. Now you have a lot of more females doing it as well. But back then, it was primarily males who were dominant in speaking and voicing opinions. Even if you go to philosophy realm. Yes, you can go back to the Western philosophy, like the Greeks. One of my favorite people to look at in ancient philosophy is I like Plato's writings. His stuff is really interesting. If you're into philosophy or not, even if you're just into like reading and stuff like that, read the, I believe it's called Plato's Apology. This is Socrates in defending himself in the courts of Athens because they're accusing him, Meletus is accusing him of being a corrupter of the youth and attributing his faith to other gods and disowning the gods of Athens. So it's very cool how it goes. And he uses the Socratic Aletticus, if I'm saying it properly. I'm pretty sure I should be saying it properly. But if you look at that, it's pretty cool. I know that it's before the Enlightenment period, but it's really cool to see different people's point of view and how he broke down stuff, like the pre-Socratics even. When you look at Thales, and Anaxenes, I think I'm saying his name right. Oh my goodness. But yeah, Thales, uh, I think Alexander, as well as um, Heraclitus, Homer, who wrote the Odyssey, which is a good play, as well as, um, yeah, and I'm saying Homer, not as in like Homer Simpson. I know like some people thought Homer Simpson wrote a play. No, bruh. No, no, no. Just Homer who wrote the Odyssey, which was one of his best works. So if you look at different eras, if you go to the vein, the discipline of physics with uh, Albert Einstein, and there's actually other physicists, or going to music with Beethoven and Mozart, all those different guys in those club of air painting with the... I think they were just before the Enlightenment era, era, and before that was the Renaissance, taking out of Italy and stuff like that. So there's so much information to be attributed. And luckily for you and I, we're growing in a in an era, living in a moment in time where there is so much information that you can get at the click of a button, either scroll or tap of an app. And that was a rhyme. So bars for your head top once again. But if you look at those different things and these different thought process, social theories, some of them are a little bit extreme and some of them are sound. Some of them are not that 
great, but it's good to see people's perspective, in my opinion, on certain things. Uh, it is cool to see how far we came today because some of the stuff that they were saying back then, we wouldn't accept them today. And some of the things that we say today, they wouldn't accept back then. So it's cool to see the comparison and the contrast in regards to the Enlightenment era, especially. I know the Renaissance era was pretty cool as well and the Middle Ages. So these things, but primarily the Enlightenment era, talking about social theory and how that is um, articulated through someone viewing their life socially and putting it into words and then showing the world via book because that was usually the main way you could do it or by newspaper print. And now we have social media, but before social media, we had television and before television, we had radio. So now we have come so far to share our ideas, to share our theories, to share our thoughts with the world. And now it's even quicker because after I'm finished recording, I just got to edit this and then send it out and the whole world can listen to what DD has to say, which is cool. And I don't even attribute myself to be a super deep person. I don't really like that because I met people who think they're deep, but they're not. They're as shallow as a kiddie pool, okay? They really think they're deep. And it's how they talk as well. They'd be like, oh, you see how it is, man. It's like this and that and that. And hmm, and huh. And did you know this? And da, da, da. Yeah. And they think they're deep in their heart of hearts. And I'm like, God bless you, bro. Bless you. Help you. Because, like, you're not that deep. But leading this to say, they have their side of the story. They have something to say. So they are allowed to say it. It's just that they're not deep. Another thing, this whole woke thing. I'm not even really sure what that meant originally. Because this girl came up to me and she's like, yo, are you woke? I'm like, do I look sleep? I don't know what that even means, bro. But then she explained it to me as like another word regarding self-awareness or another way to say consciousness. So I'm like, you could have just said that originally. Don't switch it up. But, you know, progression forward thinking there's new words if you even look at the oxford's definition of a word a word now is understood different than a word of yesteryears in regards to this i'll put it in perspective okay here we go so if you take the word bad okay wait wait wait, wait. no 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 because if you look at, let me backtrack it. So if you look at Oxford, right? Oxford says that a word is understood by who's saying it, what time period they're saying it in, and how they are saying it. So there's different connotations. If I tell somebody to shut up, and like this, like, for example, like this, like, shut up, that could be taken as, okay, this person's aggressive right now, and he's angry, and he wants you to be quiet. But if I'm laughing, I'm like, yo, shut up. I'm saying the same thing, but the connotation of what I'm saying is different. If you take the N-word, which is said by a middle-aged white man in 1940, the connotation and the understanding of that word is different than somebody saying it in 2020, or I'll just say 2018, 
and it's a teenage black kid talking to his friend regarding to his friend. And also the ER is hard. Then the A is more friendly. So it depends on that as well. So it's really cool to see these things. I know I sound like a nerd for some of y'all, but I don't care, bro. This is my show. And I really enjoy this type of learning. Hopefully you guys enjoy it too. Okay. Hope you guys enjoy it too. This is the DD Fuego Show. We're going to hit with Wrap It Up DD, where I wrap up and I sum up the show for you. Okay. So stay tuned. Welcome to Wrap It Up DD, where I wrap up and sum up the show for you, for thee. Okay. For thou. All right. So here we go. So we talked about enlightenment and the importance of enlightenment and why it's important to enlighten yourself, to grow as an individual, to study the history, to study that in period. Because in that period of time, it was very forward thinking. Most people didn't think the way the fathers and the mothers of the enlightenment era did. It was a very foreign time. It would be like if someone were to come right now start talking about like aliens and stuff like that and artificial intelligence that's a very progressive thought same thing with the enlightenment era a lot of people didn't agree with it because it was avoiding religion which i'm not for i believe that there should be a balance between enlightenment and religion as well but it was a very forward-thinking time, but it actually gave a lot of good social insight, social theories. Now, not all of them were good, okay? I promise you. You read some of those old things, <laughs> and you'll just be like, okay, I think I might put this book down. So it varies depending on the person, but overall, I would like to say, if you talk about Freud, some people don't really like what he's had to say, but I think Freud was pretty progressive in his thought, but there was very interesting, to say the least. The Boys was another one that I liked in that era, especially with the whole double consciousness and seeing Black people in a different light. I like that as well. Max Weaver is really interesting, and Emil Durkheim. So I'm just naming a few that I like the most. There's a lot more than that. And if you go research it on Google, or if you take a couple classes and educate yourself in the classroom, because we do know that education is not just based in schooling, okay? In case you didn't know, Mark Twain said it best. Matter of fact, I'm going to pull up his quote right now so you guys can get some knowledge. Here we go. Because I feel like some people think you can only get an education just by think just by going to school. It's not mainly about that. But he said this. This is Mark Twain, one of the most prolific authors of his generation. This is what he said. I have never let my schooling interfere with my education, which basically means, and I attribute to this to my life, that education does not exist solely in the school aspect in that school institution but it's an everyday thing every day you should learn that's what i teach you guys right isn't that what i teach you man y'all playing around but yeah that's another one that i'm saying we know that 
it is important for us to not just think about education in regards to just schooling, but it attributes to different things. Everyday life, relationships, uh, what else should I say? Different things that you like in this lifetime. And it's very cool to look at from that respect from that perspective is that not letting just education, not letting that folk like not letting just going to school being the premise of education. There's other ways, for example, like I talked about traveling. That is another one that is very true. Traveling helps broaden your scope. It helps broaden your perspective on how other people react. Another quote for you guys, Malcolm X. The future belongs to those who prepare for it today. Or another one, education is a passport to the future for tomorrow. Belongs to those who prepare for it today. So that is another one. And like I said before, I'll say it one more time. It's not just him saying that education regards to just going to school. You have to do more than that. Like I said, traveling helps, understanding people's perspective, listening, because God made you with two ears and one mouth for a reason. Stop flapping your gums and listen. Holy golly, bruh. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Make sure you share it with your family and friends, okay? I would appreciate that dearly. This is the DD Frigo Show. So ladies, don't be a toy. Fellas, don't be a soy boy. It's your boy, Darius D, signing off once again. So just chill. Just chill. Just chill. Just chill. Till the next episode.